Hi, my name is Chanel Howell and welcome to my podcast about all things tea. In this podcast series, I'm going to be talking to tea enthusiasts like myself, tea business owners. Uh, We're going to have a talk about tea culture, tea origins, the medicinal benefits of herbal teas and the wider tea community. Hello tea peeps and welcome to episode 21 of Chanel's Tea Talk. On today's show I have Regina Rivero. Regina, who set up her tea company spontaneously, tells me about her tea journey and tea in Mexico. So here's my interview with Regina to tell us more. I didn't really have that much uh, notes to write on you because there wasn't much on your website or your Instagram so I could do some in some some research oh, on you. Yeah. So it's going to be more like off-head yeah. freestyle <laughs> thing. Yeah. So Regina, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate you accepting to come on. Um, I was really interested by your Instagram and I liked how you kind of do things and I like your aesthetics of your tea business. So I wanted to ask how you got into tea and why did you start the tea business and your whole story? My whole story. Okay, well, thank you for having me. Um, it started very kind of uh, spontaneous, the, the, the tea business. So I started first being a fan of tea, maybe when I was like 15 or 16. I really enjoyed going to, you know, the supermarket and look for the new flavors or the new brands. Back then, there were no many options in the supermarket, to be honest, in in Mexico. I'm from Mexico City. Um, But but then, like, little by little, I started looking for uh, finding different uh, options in, like, specific markets or or even tea shops that were in other parts of the city. So so I started to know tea, you know, properly, maybe when I was like 19, you know, mm-hmm. because first, as, as many people, you know, tea was the idea of drinking any anything you can put on water, you know, like chamomile or, or mint, no? So... Uh, but I also think it has to do with the fact that my dad, he's a, he's a tea drinker from forever. So even though he just drinks black tea, somehow drinking tea in my house was a very like special thing to do um, in, in a Saturday, let's say. What type of black tea were you drinking, though? What type of black tea was it? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. Maybe like just a, a regular English breakfast. But my father, he, he likes to collect things. And he has a very sm- small collection of teapots. You know, like silver teapots or ceramic teapots. So it was not much about the tea, but the different teapots that he would use. So that's, I think that's why uh, at first I, I, I was, you know, like encountered to, to, to tea, but, um, but like in a personal thing, it was later when I started going out, you know, on dates and here, I don't know if it's everywhere, but 
going to a date to a tea shop, it's like, I think, more more special than going to a regular coffee shop, you know? So I remember I, I had a few dates on in tea shops. So maybe that... Was it your idea or the, or the other person's idea to go to a tea shop? I think at first maybe the other person, but then it was my idea. And now I think it's it's... It's very common. Like if I go to a tea shop here, I see that there's people having dates, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I think tea shops are very for dates. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's that's the story how I, I I got into tea, and of course, I when I discovered, you know, all the varieties of camellia, I was really you know like surprised and amazed about it so I, I really started you know buying uh, whenever I see different types of tea in the shops and then I met um, people uh, two ladies are well they're now my friends because uh, they run the Mexican Tea Academy or the Mexican mm. Tea School Mexican Tea School yeah so I think that school has been on like for eight years already or so or something because I took a so I wanted to to take the sommelier uh, diploma, but at the time they were having the tea designer diploma or session I don't know how to call it in English. So I decided okay I'm gonna take the tea designer which is to you know to to learn how to do blends mm -hmm. and then I can take the tea sommelier. So I took that diploma. It, it, it's like a six-month uh, period, like long-distance, you know, like learning program. And then there's a few days that are that were, you know, with the teachers in the school. So I think uh, that's when I where uh, I started thinking, you know, I can do my own blends. Yeah, I got very excited about it. So so that's how I started. I started making, uh, you know, different experiments with herbs and flowers, mostly mm -hmm. uh, so spices, and also looking for for good ingredients. You know, so I visited markets and some, you know, like natural mm -hmm. natural shops where they sell herbs and you know all the main ingredients and I started doing all the blends um, first you know for 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 me and to give away to my friends but then I was invited to a Christmas fair to put uh, you know like a, a towel there to sell something with some friends and we didn't know what to sell you know uh, we thought maybe cupcakes or something mm -hmm. you know for, like something easy to to make well Cupcakes are not very easy, but no. Uh, and I told them like, well, I I kind of I, I've been learning to do blends of, of tea. Why don't we sell that? So at first I, uh, yeah, we were very excited. So I decided to to you know invent a, a name. That was the first time I actually sold my blends to somebody. And I think, like, it was not my plan to start. I, it was just like, okay, it's Christmas, let's do this, you know, have some money. 
And then I, I got some clients, uh, especially one that told me like, oh, I'm opening a, a cafe um, and I need the tea for my cafe. So why don't you sell the tea to, to me? And um, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not an expert. I just started in this, but I can, I can give you the tea or I can at least, uh, you know, give you some consultancy, you know, like what are the teas that I think are the best for a cafe. So yeah, I started with him and actually he's still my client. Wow. And he's like, they, they sell a lot of tea in, in, in his cafe. So yeah, that's how it started. Like very, without like really wanting to, to have mm -hmm. a business, you know. Or spontaneous. Um, exactly. Very spontaneous. But then... There was a point, like after two years, that I was like, okay, this cannot be a side business. This has to be like my main business if I want to, to grow it, mm -hmm. and if I want to continue on this path. So, so I quit my, my job that I had back then, and I decided to give it my full time. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's good. That's the story. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's a nice way to fall into business. Yeah. Yeah. So how long have you had the business now? Um, almost six years already. Oh, six years. Wow. Yeah, so I think the first three years were very, um, you know, it was more like a side business I would do in my, in my free time or in my weekends. But the last three years, it's been more like a formal business mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> and like you know uh, yeah coming to to this I, I moved to this spot where 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 I have uh, all the production and and uh, where I do all the packaging and so do you have a team as well around you uh yes well I have one person that's part of my team she's called Abril and she helps me with everything. Like we we share the the work, you know. Since um, I mean, from from social media mm -hmm. to to actually blending, and um, you know, and sometimes we even go and do the delivery to a cafe or a restaurant because I mostly sell to to restaurants and cafes. okay, right, yeah. I could tell from your website because I wasn't sure. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, last year, since most of the restaurants and coffee places, um, they, they closed for, for a period, I started selling more online. Mm -hmm. I mean, not online because I still don't have a web page, yeah. which is a bit of a shame, you know, but... Well, not really, you know, just do what you can. Yeah, I used to have one, but then I wanted to change it and I, I'm still there. But, you know, Instagram works very very good and and also whatsapp oh. whatsapp business so at the moment uh, i mean last year it, it really helped me to at least you know uh sell every week uh, especially to the customers or to the people that knew about my my brand some of them were like uh were looking uh to have it in their house now that they couldn't go to their regular mm -hmm. cafe you know, or a restaurant to, to have it. So it was very helpful um, during the last year to, to, to sell, to also focus on that um, other market, yeah, you know. Like directly to, to the customer. 
direct to Need a to customer. See, yeah. And um, and yeah, I'm, right now I'm uh, I'm back to business with with um, restaurants and cafes. But I'm also, you know, like very aware that I have a lot of customers that want the bags, the tea bags in their house. So, so yes, yes. The, the, the web page, it's, it's coming so I can sell also, you know, online. But mm-hmm. yeah. Do you ship internationally or are you just working in Mexico and just shipping locally and doing things in Mexico? Um, right now. Or South America. Locally. Locally, I've I, mm-hmm. I've had uh, some you know people that are interested in in having it, uh, you know, in the US or or Europe, but to be honest, I haven't uh, find like I, I need to to see how how that that is done, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of um, the the shipping costs and uh, yeah, and you know. Sometimes I think that, um, you know, the market in Mexico, it's still like uh, very, I don't know how to say, like there's, there's still a lot you of mean market. the tea market or generally? Uh, the tea market. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think that I need to focus more in Mexico City because there's, yeah. there's still a lot of, of growing and mm-hmm. uh, because somehow the, the tea here, it's, it's kind of getting trendier now. It's it's not something very. I mean, in the sense that um, Mexico is known for for being a very a coffee yeah. uh, country. You know, we produce a lot of coffee, and also uh, so people their first choice is coffee, and uh, the second choice it's mostly herbal teas. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So blends with camellia and the, mm-hmm. the, like the tea drinks drinking uh, in general is not uh, it is common but it's not that common. So I was mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking you know like to focus more in Mexico because it's it's starting to grow and yes. there's still a lot to discover here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure in the future mm-hmm. I would be to to send somewhere uh, yeah well it's good to start local and just start where you are you don't have to really branch out and do everything I mean it's you know you have a need in Mexico people are interested so yeah it's it's good exactly that there's I think there's a need you know people are very interested in new things so yeah I think there's still a lot to do yeah here because you're a local business so and there's there's a lot of brands like new brands like mine that are growing in Mexico City, but also in other parts of the country. So I think it's great because it's like every month or every three months I see new brands, which which mm-hmm. I think it's 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 a sign that the like the whole tea market is growing. You know, mm-hmm. like from brands, but also because of the public that it's interested in in this drink in this beverage yeah so what type of herbal teas are quite popular in mexico um well of course chamomile okay but but locally um, grown is it all grown local and it's all from mexico yes Mm -hmm. actually uh so so my 
my main focus when I use um, for my blends, it's, you know, the, the tea, of course, it's imported because here we don't have tea producers. But the rest of the, of the ingredients that I use are locally sourced. I mm -hmm. try to work as much as possible with, you know, either organic small productions with uh, of of um, herbs or flowers or spices. You know, in Mexico, it, there's a there's a big tradition on herbal teas. Even I mean, mm -hmm. more like a medicinal use. Yeah, the medicinal but, side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly, but. Um, so there are a lot of, of people, uh, especially, you know, around the, the city that grow a lot of herbs, you know, from, mm -hmm. from lemongrass, uh, different types of, of mints, of peppermint, a lot of lavender. Mm, and hibiscus um, and things like that. Calendula, hibiscus. Yes. But then in the south part of the country, there's a lot of people that grow, you know, spices, uh, cardamom, ginger, also, a lot of uh, vanilla uh, farms. I don't know if, if it's called mm. farms or, well, vanilla um, production places. <laughs> I also use some cacao in for some mm. of my blends, okay. you know, because they, I, I know a lot of people that work with cacao uh, plantation. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I wanted to give it, you know, like a very local touch. Even even some of the herbs that I use, I grow them, or well, I started growing them, but then my mother takes care of them. So okay. basically, my mom, <laughs> she's the supplier. You know, like lemon lemon verbena. Mm, um, I love that. Yeah, rosemary, a lot of citrus uh, fruits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I use the peel, the, the orange peel. So yeah, I mean. I, I don't have a, a very large um, menu or list of of products. I have, um, let's say, like ten uh, blends, uh, herbal blends, and then like eight mm -hmm. tea blends. That's that's my my menu at the moment, which I think it's it's more than enough, you know, since yeah, yeah. the production is, it's done every week. You know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what about your traditional like black teas and green teas? Where are you getting those from? So I, I get them from an importer who, who from who China, gets or Asia, um, 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 India, yeah, Taiwan. Yeah, he imports. Well, basically, uh, they it's a it's an American importer, well, from the U.S. Okay. So mm -hmm. he he imports from from China from India from Japan and then I I buy from him so mm -hmm. it's it, it comes directly from the US from California okay. Um, okay. yeah I mostly use teas from from those three countries no China India and Japan and I also get uh, rooibos from him um, okay from South Africa of course Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. yeah i mean and i think yeah there's one that i get uh from sri lanka okay. um but yeah the rest are from uh, mostly china and india 
Because mm-hmm. I had a guest on, she works, well, she has a um, tea business in Argentina and they grow, mm-hmm. yeah, they grow tea in Argentina and Chile and, yeah. well, not Chile, but um, in Argentina. So there's a lot of tea growing in South America. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's funny that even though, um, like, we are very more, more um, in connection, you know, doing business with the U.S. that with the rest mm-hmm. of Latin America, which is which is a pity because um, mm. it's Colombia. That's the country that I forgot. They're growing teas, Colombia and Argentina. Yeah, I actually yeah. tried tea from Colombia, and we were talking about that last week on my guest last week. They get some good tea from Colombia. They were saying, yeah, I, I tried uh, from a plantation in Colombia. Um, like a, a few, a couple of years ago, I met um, these guys from from Colombia that came to a tea expo, exhibition, tea exhibition here in Mexico. So I met them. So yeah, it's great to to try teas from different parts that are not only you know Asia. Um, yeah, I mean, if you wanted to use more local stuff, more local tea, and you know. Yes. Do some yeah. nice blends. Nice, yeah. There was a point where I wanted to actually grow my own tea, you know, and I started, you know, looking for seeds and also, you know, all the, the information you need to know, uh, you know, where in the country is the best place, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I think it's another story. Yeah, it might be a bit I, too I, overwhelming because you have to run the business. Yeah you know, do all the shipping or whatever you're doing, all the connections and then growing tea. You think, you know, you're going to be picking tea on the plantation yourself. But (laughs) yeah, if you have that much time in the world, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I I know there's people that are actually interested in growing tea in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, So I'm just waiting for somebody to do it and I'll be very, very glad to, to buy I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure people are growing tea. I'm sure there are some small plantations out there. Yes, I know. I know one, uh, but he grows it for basically for himself, like for his own consumption. Uh, but it's quite big. I mean, yeah. Um, and then I've heard of some other people. Uh, you know, especially like uh, a couple of universities that have uh, that grow tea, but more for you know, like research um, okay. things, you know, not, mm-hmm. not as a production project, but, but yeah, I'm sure that um, it's, it's something that is coming sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So where did you get the name of your company? OHA. What does that mean? Or OHA, am I saying it correctly? So OHA or OHA? OHA, O-H-A yeah. I would say. <laughs> Yes, well, it's it's a tricky name because uh, so the the Spanish word for tea, I mean for leaf, like a tea leaf, it's hoja with a J, and um, so I wanted to you know play with the word, so I just invented a new word that I pronounce it like leaf, like hoja, but it's not written as it supposed to be written you know so it's okay it's a made-up it's a play on words exactly but uh but yeah it's supposed to mean leaf Mm -hmm. yeah 
So in, in Mexico, as I was asking before, what is like the everyday hot drink out there? What, what do people drink? Well, it's coffee probably, I guess, but when it comes to more uh, botanical leaves? It's coffee or, I mean, in some parts it's also cacao, you know, like chocolate. Okay, yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, either with milk or with water. But as you were saying, uh, also hibiscus, you know, Jamaica. Yes. In, yeah, because my it, parents are from the Caribbean, so we drink a lot of hibiscus and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of hibiscus, uh, you know, like we call them like fresh waters. I don't know if that's uh, the word that you, that you use that are like, you know, lemon, uh, lemonade, you know, like waters from fruits or from herbs, but they're always mm. uh, cold. And then are very, I mean, a lot of people also drink uh, herbal teas, but they're always been, you know, they have this. Is that in tea bags or is that loose tea? They're drinking, you know, like just the. Mostly tea bags. Okay. Yeah, loose leaf, um, not really. I mean, sometimes to to make, uh, you know, for example, like hibiscus um, infusion, I mean, brew or or maybe lemongrass. But in general... Mm-hmm. Like the dried flowers, you know. Yeah, exactly. But uh, in general, if, if people are going to, you know, prepare uh, even, you know, chamomile, they would use a tea bag. Mm-hmm. So it's... it's it's not very common to to have, you know. It's something that I struggle with, you know. When when I go to to meet new or potential clients, they think that you know brewing without a tea bag, it's you know very complicated. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, of course, it's more efficient you know, just to throw the tea bag inside the cup. But but yeah, like it's it's. I think it's it's more a um, fear of yes. doing it wrong you know yeah but it's uh but it's true that a lot of people are also very you know like curious about mm. how to do it well so so yeah i think it's part of the you know like growing the the, the curiosity of of yes. this uh, new not new way but new for a lot of people a new way to mm-hmm. to have uh, your tea you know, like yes. buying, you know, the tea infuser um, or or strainer yeah. or like a, a teapot or, tea, or something. Or the teapot with an infuser, you know, or yeah, or a normal strainer. Um, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. something that uh, not a lot of people want to do, but yeah, they're yeah. starting. And you can't so, scare people away from that as well. You've got to kind of make people more um, inclusive and not make it too overcomplicated, you know. Yeah. Some people, you just, it just puts people off, you know. So it's just good to make it not too complicated for people. <laughs> That's how I yeah. used to be. Like, oh, lose tea. No, but, you know, I'm, I'm over it now. But I know what people will feel because I used to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because even even today when I'm like feeling you know lazy, I I also have tea bags and I'm like oh I I, I don't want to bother now so I just throw yeah. the tea bag inside you know 
Yeah, wow. I have a mix. I mean, I have tea bags and I have loose. I have like millions of tea here, so I have all types of tea. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not. I'm not judging. You know, it's an educational show. So yes, <laughs> but yeah, it, I'm sure you have uh, an enormous uh, variety. You know, it's. It, I think it's. Uh, I forgot the word in English, but like uh, when you're condemned to no, not condemned, like the the people that like tea. Uh, that we tend to, you know, collect and like have more tea than we are able to drink, you know, because like we buy all the tea we want and then it's like, okay, I don't have the time to drink all this. I've been naughty today. I've ordered two bits of tea today after I had a delivery yesterday and I ordered more tea today. <laughs> I'm so bad. Well, not bad, it's good. Yeah. I know, I, I actually... One of my goals uh, for last year, so I was, I was, uh, you know, in, during lockdown, I, you know, sometimes we buy tea and we say like, okay, uh, I'm going to wait for a special moment to, to make this tea. You know, when I invite my friends mm -hmm. or when I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm feeling super happy. So last year I was in my house and I was, looking at my tea collection and thinking, okay, so maybe this year those special moments with people are not going to happen. So <laughs> I need to start drinking all my tea. So it was, it was a good project, you know, to start opening and like every day trying uh, or preparing a tea that I was, you know, taking care of it for a long time, which is I don't know. Sometimes I think it's a bit silly because sometimes it just goes goes old, you know. Mm, Instead yes, of drinking yes. it, yeah. I I eat it, and then I realize it's been two years since I buy I bought that tea, so it's yeah. not that fresh anymore. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I've got a lot of tea actually. Because, yeah, sitting in the cupboard. I should either give it away or just yeah, or just drink it. Exactly, give away. It's also a good option, you know. Like, yeah, to the people that know, you know, that can appreciate it. Yes, no? that's true. <laughs> it's very true. Sometimes I, when I think about the, you know, like the footprint or the ethical part of uh, the ecological part of the, of my business, I also. Uh, struggle with the idea of, of looking at how the tea travels um, from, you know, either India or China, or China and finally to Mexico City. You know, it's a long, it's a long way. And, um, and also that's one of my, of the reasons that I wanted to, to, you know, use very, a lot of local products you know, to compensate, you know, bringing tea from uh, really far away, but then blending it with herbs and ingredients that I get from um, a few kilometers out of the city, you know. So mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, you know, some, um, you know, the idea that I had to at least have, um, you know, Uh, more impact in the local market um, and less impact, you know, bringing tons of tea from other places. So, mm -hmm. 
I mean, yeah. other places have great tea, so you know, don't feel guilty about it because I love <laughs> drinking Chinese tea. <laughs> I have to yeah, sacrifice but, some things, but you know. Yeah, and I mean, it, it. In the end, it's part of the like the world consumption. Like, yes, I'm sure half of the stuff that we have or we buy, it's they they've crossed the entire world to be here. You know, so yes. I mean. Um, we cannot change it or we I, can I think change as long as we kind of like combine I think we can combine some stuff from abroad but then use local stuff as well maybe to package or you know there's like it can be 50-50 you know so do you do any uh, online tea events or anything globally online I don't know part of any groups or live seminars tea tasting anything like that uh, I've done some tea tastings, uh, more, uh, mm, you know, uh, for, for like in, in partner with other, uh, business or brands in Mexico. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, there have been, you know, program for, for people in Mexico, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm open to, to do it also in a more international okay, cool. you're not too shy <laughs> um no i used to be more shy but then i i started you know um thinking i mean practicing my my public speaking so i'm i'm less yeah. shy now i i still don't like public speaking and i do a <laughs> podcast and it's still difficult for me but <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I think actually with with podcasts, it's it's becoming very very cool for a lot of people and like different, um, you know, topics. Like I was I was really happy when I found about mm. your podcast because um, um, I don't know. Sometimes you feel uh, when you see you know uh, a YouTube channel where it's like super uh, produced and uh, you like it's I don't have the time <laughs> to do all that <laughs> yeah but also having this this uh, like programs like that like yours that it's more casual and less you know and uh, more approachable I yeah. think you know and less less uh, scaring or uh, frightening like having, you know, to produce uh, a set and, you know, a script. I don't know. I, I feel more comfortable doing this than yeah. than other, like, yeah, other types of interviews. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe in the future, if I want to expand and grow and, you know, do other things, maybe it would be good to... You know, but for the meantime, I'm kind of happy doing the podcast. Yeah. And I really love it. And I like, I like hearing people's stories, actually. That's the main thing is like to get other people's stories out and, you know, get everyone globally out there. Because I like speaking to people all over the world. So, yeah, you know, so it's good to have a diverse set of people in the tea community as well. Yeah, it's great because, uh, yeah, basically you have people from everywhere. Uh, I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because... <laughs> All over the world. 
And I learned something every episode because I don't know everything about tea. That's why I think I started a show to talk about tea, get people on yeah. that can talk about tea and, you know, just yeah, to learn about yeah, it's, it. Really. It's great. Like also to see what other people are doing because sometimes, you know, the thing is that in Mexico, since it's kind of, you know, a new thing, uh, a new market, uh, you know, from the last 20 years to now, I think sometimes like the um, Mexican brands are are not, you know, like known outside. Tea Mexico. brands, Mexican tea brands, yeah. you mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are very, you know, like local. They 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 stay in Mexico, you know. Mm-hmm. I I I don't have a very like I cannot come up with one that actually, you know, it's it's growing outside of the country. So so it's cool to also share this kind of uh share with the rest of the world that we are also doing a lot of things here, you know. Hmm. I mean everywhere but yeah, I was very surprised on your Instagram account. You're in Mexico. I so, said, oh, I have to get her on the show. She's from Mexico. Let's hear what's happening in Mexico. Let's get yeah, the scoop. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> it's, it's very, it's a, it's a very vibrant, I would say, uh, tea community. Nice. Even though it's still very small. Um, and a lot of, I know a lot of them were really good friends because in the end uh the the the, yeah we're all very small i mean there's a few that are really big you know which are great uh but the rest of us are like you know trying to to open more markets and getting to reach more people Mm -hmm. uh but in the meantime like we work together because it's part of like we're all part of the same you know niche or yeah market so mm-hmm. but it's it's mm-hmm. really cool how it's growing and and like the connections and the community that it's it's done you know like for example two weeks ago i i found this instagram account of um a community of tea uh women like tea business women so um they're doing all these interviews and exchange with all the women that work in the tea business uh, from different parts of Mexico. It's, it's a very small community right now. So, so yeah, I think it's 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 growing, and I'm really I'm, I'm always looking for for the new things that are happening and trying to make you know like uh, connections with. Uh, Mm-hmm. I mean, especially in Mexico, but also connections worldwide, you know, because in the end, um, it's it's cool to see that uh, the same struggles or the same things that we're having here, they're happening everywhere, you know, and... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's nice. But that's that's really lovely that you just kind of stepped into a tea business. That's, that's a nice thing. Quite a spontaneous thing. <laughs> it's meant to be, you know, that's just your destiny in life. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And six years later to still be doing it, six years later, I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, would you open up your own tea shop shop? Would you have like a, a sit in shop? Would that be your future plans or are you just happy well, to do supplying tea? Yes, I would like to. Actually, uh, the, 
the idea, the first idea of this, uh, the space where I'm, I'm now, uh, it was, you know, to kind of um, mix, uh, ha well, having the, the production, but also a tea, a tea space, a tea, not, yeah, like a tea room, uh, just next door, it's just like right here, you know. So the idea at first was to have sessions, which they they did happen. Um, I I started doing uh, like tea sessions, but yeah, with other people, you know, like I invited some artists or some poets okay, to, nice. to, mm, so to have nice. a, a more uh, multi uh Cultural, no, not multicultural. Like creative people. Exactly, more like a creative uh, session. You know, not not mm -hmm. only about the tea, but the tea being the um, um, you know the main, uh, like the 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 main um, juice or like the main the central the central point. The central like point. The tea bringing everyone together. Um, but sadly, then that that started happening last year at the beginning of last year so we ha we had three three um sessions that were really cool so there was one with uh a performer two performers that were so it was about the senses how the tea um you know touches all of your senses so there was a time there was a moment where the people were you know like blindfolded and um the artists uh, gave them the tea so they could taste it while they were, you know, like, yeah, they were blindfolded. So, um, but at the same time, there was a cello player uh, playing wow, music. That sounds nice. So it was like a multi-sensorial uh, activity. Nice, nice. And that time we tried five different teas. So each tea had a, a specific uh performance you know and then uh i read some poetry so it was you know like a, a mix of different um uh creative things uh so it was like a two-hour session you know with music and tea and poetry and art then we had another one with um also with music and with poetry I think those two were the ones that were more, you know, like um, in the creative and art, artsy mm -hmm. um, events. Very nice. But then um, lately I've been inviting people just to have tea and, you know, they can choose from four to five uh, blends or pure teas and then I'll give them, uh, you know, a session. Do you do food or cake or anything with that? Um, no, no. I mean, sometimes I have, you know, some cookies to or or nuts, you know. But uh, but in general, it's just the tea. Um, okay. And yeah, it's more like a private session. That sounds lovely. But it, yes, I mean, yes. going back to your question, I. I sometimes uh, imagine or I dream about having uh, an actual 
tea shop or tea room or tea boutique. I don't know how to call it. Maybe, maybe in the future, I would love to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope it happens. Yes. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, um, I'm you know, trying uh, or like practicing with small sessions now. And then maybe in the future I can, I can do it in a, in a larger scale with an actual place. That would be great. That's lovely. That is very, very nice. So where can people, if people want to find out more about you, how can they contact you? What type of social uh, media platforms are you on? I'm basically only on Instagram. I also, okay. I'm also on Facebook, but to be honest, I never go on Facebook. Um, no one's using Facebook these days. <laughs> Everyone's like gone off there. Sometimes I, I get, you know, a notification that I have a message on Facebook. But to be honest, I'm I'm very more focused on Instagram. So I think that's mm -hmm. that's the easiest way to find me um, because I, I'm the one that that has the Instagram. So. So if you if you write on Instagram, I will be the one to answer you. <laughs> um, oh, okay. And that's o h a dot m x at your your Instagram handle. Yeah, o h a dot m x. Okay. And your website? It's my website. It's the same o h a dot m x. At the moment, it's under construction, but it's it, I'm I'm trying to have it ready for next month, and the plan is. Um, so not only to have uh, an e-commerce, but also I want to, I have a lot of, you know, writings and photographs. So I also wanted to have it as a blog, you know, like a content yes, yes, uh, yes. webpage. Um, mm -hmm. so, so that's the plan to also have like a journal um, of, of tea in general. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm also in the idea, in the making of a, of a tea, like a small magazine, like a fanzine. I would love to do that. It's, it's uh, already, I've been planning for it for a long time. And then uh, I already have a friend that's helping me with that. So I hope to have it for, you know, after summer, hopefully printing one small edition, you know, a very DIY uh, magazine, but because uh, I really like uh, print. I mean, like um, I used to work in a magazine. Mm -hmm. Is it about tea or is it a, just a general or your creative stuff? I was just, uh, you know, finishing with the idea of having, you know, something published about tea in Spanish and in Mexico, which is um, something that I think we need. <laughs> And I want to do. You That'd know. be nice. Okay, so Regina, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I'll be looking out for you on Instagram, all your lovely projects, all your lovely teas. And yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much. And yeah, and I'll be I'll be in touch. Thanks for listening to today's show. Make sure you check out Regina's Instagram account and give her a follow. So that's it for today, folks. I'll be back again next week with another interesting guest from the tea world. So until then, see you next week. Bye.